RIP to, you know, Michael Caine's acting career. Speaking of Rip, um, he retired. He said, no go. I'm done. Oh, wow. He's done. He's done. Michael Caine. That's a good Michael Caine. You know that I can't do impressions, nor voices, nor accents, so I would not attempt that. I mean, yeah, I've literally, maybe you've attempted it once in the time that I've known you. No. You just say my cocaine. Oh, no, I understand. My cocaine. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. I have a lot of fans (laughs) on here that appreciate my wit, and then they're going to see me as the fraud that I am. Okay. Okay, that's unfortunate. You know, you're going to disappoint. You know what? I guess this disappointment is better than the alternative, which would be true disappointment. Yes. Is what you're saying? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what? We'll let it we'll let it slide. Are you excited for the start of the NBA season? Quick aside. You know, I <laughs> I mean, this has been one of the soap operaiest <laughs> off seasons of all time. And like I literally yeah. thought oh man, like last year was wild. Year before was wild. Like there's been some the off seasons have been crazy. Like this off season, there has been awesome signings, crazy signings. Sure. But then it's just like and then it's just like Kyrie Irving and <laughs> Ben like, Simmons just got kicked out of practice. Yep. Yep. Today or yep. yesterday or like earlier yesterday or like something. earlier today or something. Yeah. yeah. And like and like like Kareem Abdul Jabbar is just like running amok, just being like, fuck Kyrie Irving. Like <laughs> take the vaccine, idiot. Like he's just like everyone's so sick of it. Oh, oh Michael man. Jordan was like, Oh, I'd shove every vaccine in my veins if I didn't already already done it. Like well, I mean, Michael Jordan has shoved, I'm sure, many things into his veins. Do you think Michael Jordan does heroin? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. I, I don't think, think Michael Jordan is a clean cut. No, no, no. I don't no, think no. Michael Jordan's clean cut. No, no, no. But I mean, it's just like, uh, and then like all of the weird like subtweeting of of like support that people like LeBron has done and like. All that dumb shit. Um, and then Aiton on the Suns, how Phoenix won't max rookie extend him. And everybody's like, you just, right. in the NBA, you have to. He's not worth it, but it's just how it is. And yeah, they're dumb yeah. to not because they won't get something better. So it's just no, been wild. No. To, and because he's just pissed off all the time as well and he's like openly being like this is fucked up i hate this <laughs> <laughs> so i'm excited it's, the bulls look look great dude the bulls the, the listen i usually i never put a ton of stock into like preseason basketball that as well much, you or should preseason anything preseason anything but man do they look just absolutely fun as hell to uh, watch i mean a ton of fun you got you know you got DeRozan, uh, you know, just a person who shouldn't be good anymore in the NBA as it is today, right. but he had his best statistical season ever last year, and it was doing exactly what he always does, mid-range, right. drive, like, no, no, like, he's great. Uh, we got, are they calling him White Mamba still? Is that? Uh, I, they're kind of trying to go with that moniker, like... The, the Brian Scalabrini treatment almost. I think they should call him uh, Kirk 2. <laughs> Kirk 2. What, what would you, uh, what was the other captain in uh, Star Trek? It wasn't Captain Kirk. Uh, maybe we'd call him like Picard Spock or something. I don't know. Oh, Picard. actually, it should be Picard because he's bald. 
Oh, there you go. Boom. You should be you should be Captain Picard. Hey, get on Bulls Twitter. Get that out there. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that going. Yeah. I'm gonna get that going. That that's a good one. That is that a, one makes sense to me. That one's a pretty good one. Uh, <laughs> so like it's and then Lonzo, you know, uh, all of it's fun. It's gonna be a fun year. Um, I'm yeah. definitely excited to go to a couple games or several games. Um, and then the I re- think they're top five. They're they're easily a top five team in the East, in my opinion. I think we'll know more after like the first. And two I don't weeks. know. I don't know enough about it, but it's hard to say. <sighs> it's hard to say just because you need you need you need you need at least Christmas like Christmas time. Once you get to Christmas time, then you'll know for sure. Because yeah. like the uh, what was it the twenty the twenty sixteen Bulls. Or the no the the twenty twelve bulls the the MVP baby Rose bulls season. yeah no, no no the MVP Rose okay. season um they started off like eight and eight their first two weeks yeah and then they finished season sixty two and twenty so I I think you need a little bit more time than yeah weeks, and I believe that was two thousand and eleven technically it was twenty eleven okay. uh but I think it's gonna be a fun season like I hope that Kyrie Irving just stops playing <sighs> basketball because I'm sick of I mean, everybody's sick of hearing about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and honestly, I mean, like, uh, he was a part-time player last year and the year before and the year before. True, so, like, this true. is really just, he doesn't like to play very often. Yeah, no, like, I think he's, he might actually retire. Who knows? Well. He's already said he wouldn't, right? But. Yeah, but he, I mean, literally, like. Effectively, if you're not playing. Like, so funny how he, his agents tried to pivot to the idea that he wasn't personally against the vaccine oh boy he was against the persecution of those who are against the vaccine oh my god and everybody's like hey this is this isn't persecution this isn't true like also it's Kyrie Irving (laughs) thinks that he's smarter than doctors that's all right right um Uh, (laughs) Kyrie Irving is like my last point and then we'll move on to our topics is (laughs) Kyrie Irving is like potentially the most frustrating uh public black figure in america right because he does so much for like kids and like uh local communities and like he paid off all these uh, wnba uh, player salaries last year with the COVID shutdown like he does really cool shit like that that is like worthy of like yeah that's awesome that you're doing that and then and then he like does this these other detrimental things that almost entirely wipe out the good deeds yeah it's crazy i mean you can do good stuff and still be stupid you know, yeah. like, well. like you can do nice things and still be bad, you know, <laughs> like both things can exist. Very um, frustrating. Very frustrating. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. He's, you know, uh, I like that just like James Harden is, is just like now well liked comparatively. That's true. Like, oh my god! That has made has made the likeness of that team so wondrous. <laughs> Do you know? I just discovered because this is how little of a story it was. <laughs> the, the response it's one of the, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen from James Harden. Uh, in the bubble, he or not not even in the bubble. I think it was like the beginning of this year, maybe. Uh, he wore a Blue Lives Matter mask. Like, and it's in promotional that, yeah. material. Like, he was, like, oh wow, doing photo shoots. And then he starts getting hot water for it, and he literally just is in an interview. He's like, I have to be honest, I don't go on the internet at all, except for Instagram. I don't, I did not know what it was. It looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and then everybody was like, checks out. Yeah, no, he's he doesn't he does not understand the internet. Like everyone came out and supported that. They're like, oh yeah, the dude sucks at technology. This guy, he's, he truly oh my didn't God. know. He he's very against this, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's 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 my bad. That's, that's, that <laughs> is the, one of the funniest it's, things I've ever heard this year. Really, like I, I just, had no idea about this. I, that's so funny. Uh, because it was just everyone was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> like literally, like that's it. <laughs> like he said it, everybody agreed, and then they moved on, oh, which just doesn't God. happen anymore. Oh no! This was yeah, yeah. This was July. No, this was last 15th, year. This was July of twenty. This is the right in the height. <laughs> oh my god! That makes this even better. Jeez. Oh man. Hey, and it was hey. tweeted by the official NBA. <laughs> NBA. Yeah, I saw that. It's like a Punisher like skull with. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. Hey, James Harden, you, I know you're definitely listening to this. If you need a little refresher on like, or you need a crash course on internet culture and technology, we got you. Anything with an American flag, don't wear it. <laughs> Just don't. Just don't wear it. Skip it. No matter Skip what, it. don't wear it. It's probably, it's probably racist. <laughs> uh, and I'm saying real American flag, not fake American flag. Right. Right. Um, oh, boy. Hey, welcome to the DMGT podcast. podcast. I am your host, Danny. I'm your host, Spencer. Um, and welcome, Sp- welcome yeah. to the podcast. Why, why did you sound so sad there? Oh, I was thinking about saying uh, the G is for game. And by game, we can also mean sport. We, maybe, maybe. So that was still you know, on brand. I'm dabbling to see if I can expand to the network to sports to a sports podcast. There's too many of those. We don't know. Well, there's too many of these. So who cares? There's. Um, yeah, I mean, no one should produce things anymore. We should. <laughs> no, no. Keep producing. Produce. 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 Consume. 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 <laughs> Our topics for today. We're going to be talking a little bit gaming stuff. Uh, Metroid Dread, Back for Blood. Those are two games that I've been playing hardcore the last couple of weeks. I'm hooked. Uh, obviously. Uh, the biggest piece of tech news so far this week is the new MacBook Pros. And uh, surprise, surprise, they actually look worthy of their Pro moniker. Like, Apple might have done a good thing here. And uh, a little bit of some, a little bit of music. And Spencer might have a little, you know, a little succession. You know, a little uh, season three premiere of, of uh, some TV. We'll so a, a little bit of light, everything for folks here. A real here. light. A light one. I have... Because I have not seen it, seen so I'm it. not going to get crazy. No, so. Yeah, yeah. But let's let's start off with uh, with Metroid Dread and and Back for Blood because I think those are two games that are picking up steam and popularity. Uh, not on Steam, but well, maybe on Steam, but Steam in the sense of hype and gaming stuff. So, how familiar are you, Spencer, with Metroid games? I have watched many boss keys from the game makers toolkit about metroid prime metroid games i've never played a metroid game okay cool you are familiar with metroidvania because that's what hollow knight is it's basically that type of game yes which leads me to believe that you would probably enjoy this oh yeah for sure um 
it's a short play. I, I finished it. I think technically I have the runtime somewhere. It was like something like eight hours. So some of the complaints have been like, well, this is a full price game and you can beat it in like eight hours. Some people have beaten less hours. Um, and it's like, yes, um, but but this is Nintendo. So like, I don't know why we're picking this one to like suddenly bring that up about because Nintendo does this like Nintendo always prices things full price you well, want a port of an old game you're paying full price is it more you want because a, you like, want a three-year-old game you're paying full price that's true but is it more because like they haven't like released a game for the metroid series in like forever you know that's kind of how i'm taking it like it's it's been a while since we got a proper metroid game um and for people that have been waiting for it and that are fans of it that's kind of a bummer uh, it's worth it but it's- i mean it's a lot but it's like, you know what? I've been waiting for this YOLO. Um, I, I think I think the uh, the big point here is like, especially if, if you're a person that like you beats a game, I'm done with it. I'm never coming back to it again. I, I saw the end credits. I don't care about additional contents or like completing everything or like trying different runs or doing like the hard mode challenge or whatever. Uh, then, yeah, that's tough. But like you can't really get around that with Nintendo. You get what you get at that price. Uh, but just like pretty much all Metroidvania is like, you can come back to this game. The replayability is really high. Um, you can, you can, you can like do find alternate routes to like different power-ups and like deep beat bosses with different powers and upgrades so you beat that you it, didn't do it before. Like yeah. what's your completion percentage? Do you think mine? It's, it's like 69%. A. Okay. So you got like a couple more hours at least of exploring. Maybe it's oh, yeah. twelve to fifteen. Yeah, I haven't gotten like all the uh, like the health tanks and like haven't maxed out the uh, your missiles. And there's like a special bomb that you get at the end, and like I haven't found all of those. So yeah, I, I I can find all the items and like get maxed out. So what what made the game hit for you? I think I, I well partly I think it's because I'm waiting so much on uh, Silk Song the. Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight sequel. Yeah, um, we all. But I think it hit it hit that that scratch that I didn't really like get this year um, from from any of the games that I've played this year. Uh, I guess Ori Ori Two was pretty close. Um, but the 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 gameplay is not quite as tight as a Hollow Knight. So I don't think it's like I think games like Hollow Knight and Celeste. I, I would still say they did it better. Like. They have perfected that formula. Yeah. Um, and Metroid Dread brought in a lot of those modern elements that they didn't have before. So it like felt really tight. But there are still some like minor annoyances with like the controls. And like if if your character jumps straight up without turning into without Samus turning into like the little ball that ball she Samus. turns into. Ball Samus. Pinball Samus. Uh, you can't do like the double jump. It's got to be like a specific jump that you make with your controls, and yeah. it's very easy. Like it's not it's not precise enough to like justify that, in my opinion. Um, but like the boss patterns were like really cool. Uh, you could you have to you basically have to die without like seeing a guide or seeing a video of someone fighting a boss before you play the boss. Right. You you. There's like no way around it. You learn the patterns and you die a bunch of times and then you figure it out. It is challenging. Like the first run through through some of these 
is hard and does get frustrating, but that's kind of like the nature of these games. Mm-hmm. Like it gets frustrating at times. But the satisfaction of like beating it and getting through a level or getting through a boss is really nice. It's really cool. And then you deal with them again and you get nervous because you're like, oh damn, I struggled with this type of uh, enemy before. No sweat, no sweat. Maybe they have a little bit more health. Maybe they do one additional attack pattern, but you're like, oh, this is fine. I got this. Yeah, I mean, I it's uh, you know me still trying to trigger this stupid Sisyphus fi- fucking <laughs> prophecy. I'm literally just playing it to get to Sisyphus to get through more dialogue to then die at the next chamber. And then a new dialogue tree started with Ares and Nyx wanting yep. to like fuck each other. And now so like I'm like, okay, like you guys haven't talked about that for a while. Like, can we get back to the freaking boulder? I'm so bored. I just I just <laughs> I I literally play it for like six minutes, die, restart, play it six minutes, die, just trying to get this done. Uh so that's that's funny. I want I want so I haven't I haven't a hundred percented Hades. So I wonder if there's like a specific thing that you have to do or like a specific order of things that you have to do maybe to get to that point. Oh, you know, I've looked it up and everybody's I just like, ah, eh, there's just so much dialogue if you get stuck in a new dialogue draw, tree. Like for a, it, one of it. the characters, and this one involves like three characters, you're screwed. Um and I was like, cool, so that sucks. Um, <laughs> this sucks. Uh, you just have to keep going. Yeah. Literally, I have that, and then I have to beat freaking Chiron one more time, and then it's then it's done. Yeah. I can finally yeah, live. But it, it's it's like well, Metroid Dread might like bring all that right back. Um, it's a short play. That's the thing. Like it's a short play. Um, so I do recommend it. Especially like for for downtime. Well, it's not really a downtime game because it does get pretty stressful at times. But it's good. I uh, I highly recommend it. I think it's it's moved into the conversation for game of the year for me. Oh, wow. um, Nintendo nailed it with, with this one. It's not again. It's not perfect. It like it wouldn't beat a Hollow Knight head to head, but it's pretty close. And right now, it's probably the best Metroid, like uh, mainline Metroid title. That ex- that really has been released. Wow! Yes, high praise, high praise, high praise. It's really good. I'm really enjoying. I really enjoyed it. the uh, The story was like well, well done without like having a bunch of exposition, which was nice. There was a little bit more dialogue than you'd get in Hollow Knight or, or even Celeste. Uh no, about the same thing as Celeste. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. It made sense crazy like developments for the future of the franchise by the end of the game like you beat it it's like this is the end of this story from like this is this is dating back to like super uh, or nes metroid right. the original metroid so this is like the end of that metroid arc but without spoiling it you you get some developments at the end when you beat the game and it's like oh shoot this is this kind of opens the door for like future possibilities of uh, titles in this franchise so now I'm curious where they're gonna where they're gonna take uh, Metroid Prime Four because that's that's like the biggest Nintendo title that I've been waiting on for years. We'll so. see. We'll see what they do. So great game, great game. If you if you're a Switch owner. Or if you're considering a Switch, I highly recommend it. I'm sure it looks fantastic on an OLED Switch if you don't have one. So pick it up there if you want. Uh, but but yeah, yeah, high praise because it 
it it, it nailed that gameplay for for a Metroid game. Right. Uh, Back for Blood. Did you ever play the? I, we talked about this already, but did Dead? you ever played Left 4 Dead? Yeah, I did. Not not like okay. Uh, not I don't think as much as the internet did. I think like I played it. Yeah. You know, here and there. Like I I I want to say we owned it. Um, but I I would people really seem to have put a lot of time into it, and I wasn't one of those people. Okay, so. This is a game that basically takes that formula to the next level because of the way that progression works. So you progress through a story. There's like a main campaign that you have to complete, and it's longer than the first, than the original Left 4 Dead. But there's a main campaign that you have to get through, um, but there are different difficulties to it. And as far as I know, you get like different experiences and different like uh, zombies, or they call them uh, Riddlers or something like that. that sucks. Depending on the difficulty. So it, it like switches it, switches it up on you. But the whole incentive of going back to it is that you get uh, progression works in the form of like cards that basically serve as like your attributes. Right. So like more more ammo, more health. Yeah. Uh, so I was upgraded items for your runs and stuff. I was looking at like user reviews, most positive user reviews, least positive and mm-hmm. It is either you love the card system or that is the reason why you threw your PlayStation through a wall. <laughs> like those are the two yeah, at, at yeah. both sides of the spectrum. It's either like, this is amazing. I love this progression system or it's this broke my PlayStation and my broke my PlayStation. I threw my PlayStation is <laughs> what it reads but as like, at the very at least. But like if, if you're a fan, I mean, I get it. Like, especially if you don't love like the idea of like looter shooters and that type of progression. Um, but, but there isn't like a way to like pay for cards or anything like that. You have to play the game, um, wh- which I, I appreciate. Um, you can pay for like skins and stuff for your, there's like eight different characters or different characters that you can play as, but like, it's like adjusting, uh, to like different play styles. If you're going to be more of a, it, it kind of incorporates a little bit of like MMO strategies to it in the sense that like you have someone that has more support type abilities that like mm. can be better at healing and like uh, generates ammo or whatever for the team. And then you have someone that's like very good at melee attack. So you can like draw uh, the hordes of zombies that are coming after you. And you have someone that's like, that's better or, or builds that are better suited for, for just like straight damage per second and maximizing that output. So it does force you to kind of think about your composition of the team when you're doing that, which naturally you put a bunch of rando internet gamers together. And like, that's usually not uh, for the most positive experience for everyone. And some people enjoy it, but it's like the same thing as like an overwatch or any other MOBA out there that exists that you say, you here's the role that I'm playing for this match or for this run. Yeah, I mean, this, uh, actually looking at this, this is very mixed user reviews. 5.7 on Metacritic for user reviews. So it's, oh, wow. it's more divisive than I, I would have thought. Um, yeah, Steam's got like a, like a very positive uh, rev- uh, reviews for it so far. Interesting. That's, 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 pretty, that's pretty fascinating. Yeah. Because I'm definitely on the love it end. I'm, I'm hooked. I'm like... Um, Usually on Wednesday nights, I'll play with my brothers. Like, we'll we'll hop online and play some games. Sure. And, and now we're, like, texting each other every other, other day. Like, anyone got, like, a free hour? We want You want to hop on real quick? And, like, let's, let's, Gotta throw, get my picks. let's throw, progress the, the, the run a little bit. Um, so it's, it's super fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. 
Uh, man, that's that's. I hadn't looked at any of the reviews. Well, and, like, it's it's only like two hundred so. people, but like or one hundred and fifty review user reviews so far. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's interesting. And like, for example, let's like look at what's another game that I should look at. Uh, or uh, like Deathloop, for example, that was like oh yeah, game yeah everybody yeah. loves. User review wise, okay, six point four. So. Uh, I think those are maybe it's just two games where either yeah it's one of those love it or hate it situations. Yeah, yeah. What does Far Cry Six look like? Three point seven. Wow. Oh yeah, people are <laughs> shitting on Far Cry Six for sure. To be fair, uh, I haven't picked it up since I picked up Back for Blood, so that's probably doesn't bode super well for it. I mean, I haven't. That's, I think the only thing that makes a difference for me. And like I put this qualifier out there, I haven't played a lot of Far Cry games. Yeah. So like this experience is new to me. But if it's formulaic, and I mean at the same time, it's a, it's an Ubisoft game. Like you gotta know what you're getting into when you're playing an Ubisoft game. Like I know that all Assassin's Creeds are basically formulaic, for, formulaic. Or right. if you're playing like a Watch Dogs, it's like the same situation there. Yeah. Um, they're all the same. They're they're yeah. If you like the gameplay loop, they're all pretty six and a half out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're very playable, but you probably don't need to buy it day one, which was my mistake. Uh, I made a mistake playing that, getting that out of the gate. Um I thought I had more time in between that and uh Dread and, and Back for Blood. So my yeah. mistake. Bummer for you. Um uh, Danny, The Witcher 3. Is getting oh, yeah. a port. Are you interested? No. Okay. No. I have it on PC. So you basically So have, there's really yeah, no need there's, there's no really need. no okay. need for me to Yeah, yeah. There's no need for me to get it. Um Are you are you it, it sounded like you were interested. Well, I really remember having a blast with The Witcher 3. Um, I played it. I don't like, I don't think I ended up platinuming it, but it was like one of those, like one of those games where I think if I started it again, I might, um, which like is way too many hours for <laughs> Soldier yeah, 3 yeah. is like 150 hours. Um, well, I mean like, you know, has that been how much time I played Hades? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I don't know. And we're not going to look. Um, but I do think that the world of the witcher is still one of my favorite video game worlds um so cool world yeah it's cool like i you know it's basically catnip for me it's like here's some fantasy shit go do whatever you want like that's exactly yeah Yeah. my vibe for for a lot of things i like uh so so then are you looking forward to um Sorry, I, not to get you derailed here. Uh, to what's what's the uh, Elden Elden Ring? Um, I don't know much about Elden Ring. Uh, is that the new Elder Scrolls? No, no. This is the this is a game that like is is created and created by um or, or George R R Martin has like a hand in it. So like Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, um, but it's Miyazaki. But yeah, ha- yeah. Hadith. Oh, not not the old Miyazaki. I think it's no, 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 no. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. It looks yes. I mean, just look. Yes, yeah. I'll play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm looking forward to that one. That's like the next. Well, it's fantasy. It's from software as well. Into. 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to, I mean, at least it's going to be fucking cool. Well made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it will be well made. Yeah. I mean, I like, you know, like, uh, I really like a lot of those games. Now, the thing is, I've never played, I've never played Skyrim fully. I've never played uh, Morrowind fully. Like, I've, I've never gotten into those because um, there's something about, you know, me, like gameplay. If it's like yeah, yeah. a certain type of clunky, which The Witcher is clunky, mm-hmm. but it's a type of clunky that gelled with me. So when it's yeah. when it's like a different, I don't know, sometimes like playing like Skyrim or playing other games that I should like, they just hit that type of clunky that I just can't get around. I just it, it's just it. You just like that additional layer of mobility that you get from like a Witcher with like the the dodge roll and stuff. I think that's really what it is. Like uh, that's really the biggest difference. Yeah, honestly. yeah. I think that's 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 what I like. I like to be mobile. I don't like to play games where I feel like a lumbering thing. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, I'm probably gonna. I'll probably buy it, and we'll talk. I'll talk about it. You know. See how yeah, it goes. I mean, Elden Ring seems like it's it's gonna be that. So. So you're not getting a Witcher 3? No, no, no. I said I probably just... No, it's a free upgrade. I already have it. It's a free upgrade. Oh, it's a free upgrade. Yeah. Oh, so I'm just going to definitely well, download it and see what's going on. Yeah, I mean, it'll look nicer on the, on the PS5 at least. So yeah. That's good. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so that- have, have you have you also been watching the uh, the Witcher series on Netflix? It's only that one season so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was great. All it right, cool. Awesome. We got to talk about... We'll, we'll hype up season two when that when that. Oh, yeah. Out. It's going to be That's awesome, December. man. I mean... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just like unrepentant fantasy, you know? Correct. Like, And I oh, just... So good. They're not trying to do anything, but it's like, this is a dude that's got to kill monsters. This is a girl, probably really important, and they're just <laughs> doing stuff in fantasy land. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it's not about... I mean, they have a little bit of political intrigue and stuff and uh, lots of storylines, but it's not um, up its own butt. <laughs> Right, right. Like Game of Thrones guy. Right. So it won't it won't force a bunch of like moral questioning to you. Well well we'll see. Bit, but, but I feel like Henry Cavill is very attuned to the Witcher world and like what people like about it. So I think they're kind of banking on him as like why it's going. So I think he probably you know, is keeping it. You know, you know what a what a shoot for the stars a goal for this podcast would be? To bring in Henry Cavill because he's a huge gamer. You love The Witcher, yeah, and it, that would be very cool to. I would only be able to ask him about yeah. why he cocked his arm in Mission Impossible Fallout. <laughs> God damn it! I knew you were coming. You're going with that because I want to. I want to know that trailer came out. <laughs> I want to know the play by play to doing it. If he did it, that's the one time he did it. If it was a choice, if the director said, do this, if he had a different reason than what it looks like for doing it. Uh, because what I mean, the only way you can read it is he cocked oh, his arm to punch someone. But like he loaded it like a spring and it's still cool. It is. It is very cool. I was about to say, you better not say anything less than cool. No, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, practically pointless, like from a practicality standpoint, I'm sure, but it looked sick as hell. That's all that's I knew all you were going to bring that up. I knew cool. you were going to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, of course I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> of course I'm going to bring it up. 
All right, that's the go here. Check it. Check us in like three years. We'll see. Yeah, Henry Cavill, Cavill. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Superman will come on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Hey, I dream, dream it, live it, I can do dream. it. You know what I'm saying? I can dream. So, what? What? You're. You, are you buying another MacBook Pro, Danny? Another. Another. Don't what are you, you talking about? Have, like one. Yeah, but this is the one that keeps breaking on me. Okay, so, Danny. What do you think about the yeah. MacBook Pro? All right, so I have multiple takes here, and I, I gotta say, I already have a 14-inch pre-ordered. It's it's coming in uh, in two weeks. In two weeks, so I have I have ordered one. I have ordered one that will come in, and I'll do a more detailed analysis on YouTube or TikTok or something, right? But just to kind of lay the groundwork, this 16-inch MacBook Pro that I'm recording this on and like have been doing all my content creation and video editing on has been starting to show its age a little bit, especially as I move into like HDR video and 4K video, um, more 10-bit stuff, do more color correcting, and my skills get better as a video editor. Um, it's starting to like chug along a little bit. On top, on top of my large logic board failing twice in the last year yeah. and needing repairs, from Apple directly. Uh, lost some data the first time, which was a bummer, some video data. Um, so I'm like, it's time to to upgrade this bad boy. It's a 15-inch beast, and at first I was like, no, I'm going to stick with the 16-inch because it's a similar Wait, form factor. So you're getting a 14. And I have changed my mind to go with the 14 because... Because you can get the same performance if you upgrade a little bit from the 14-inch model. And that's always been my, my, or it's been part of my reluctance to go with the smaller display. If I'm working for my, this is my primary, like, creative workstation. So usually I go with the 15-inch because it's a little bit bigger on the go, a little bit more juice on the go. Now, that's not a problem because you get the updated chips and you can get, like, the maxed out chip on the 14-inch model. Okay? So, all right, let's talk about the new macbook pros i think this is these are without seeing anything about like uh from reviewers and like real world performance and stuff like that but based purely on how the m1 chip performed last year which was apple's first uh a silicon create in-house created chip right like, so they're not using the intel anymore they're not using amd anymore um they're not they're even, th vertically that's the biggest integrated jump vertically integrated completely top to bottom at this point yeah they're also expanding that now to graphics performance and a mm -hmm. graphical chip so they're not using nvidia or amd anymore they're all doing it in-house based on the track record of the m1 chip uh there's reason reasonable uh there's reason to believe that these are going to perform close to what they are claiming from the videos okay so overall they're bringing back the ports which i'm not going to pat them on the back for that they spent like 10 minutes not 10 minutes but they spent a decent amount of time in that keynote talking about like isn't it great that you can just for pros that you can have all these ports at your disposal without the need for dongles like you created Assholes, the problem. You created that problem. Oh, that what are you, makes me what so are you mad. Talking about? As I stare it was at my very annoying. 2018 <laughs> MacBook Pro that I have several <laughs> dongles out of that constantly, whenever I unplug them, fall into the crevice of my office <laughs> and make me so mad. But it is frustrating because it's like, listen, some people are like, ah, oh, but you should be glad they're listening. Like, listen, Apple 
for the past couple of years has now has a track record of like, oh, they're like starting to listen to people. But like that should be the baseline. That's not worthy of praise or to call like this is innovative or they're trying new things like no, no one wanted this in the beginning. Let's just let's just get that out of the way. But it's back. My the biggest thing that I'm excited about is the SD card reader and MagSafe. MagSafe should have never gone away. Uh, I still believe that USB-C is the future, but for a pro device, for someone that's like, not and and I mean pro like beyond even what, what anything that I'm doing, right. right? So like a photographer or a videographer or like um, a, a music producer that like has different things on the go that they're plugging in through the HDMI or through the SD card or or, or yeah or through like USB-C makes sense too. Yeah, those ports make sense for them to have. So we'll, we'll leave that there. Um, the The biggest thing that I think people are, are like just missing from all of that from that conversation is like you guys aren't paying enough attention to the performance mo models that Apple's here here is showing. Their graphs are always crap and nonsense. But if you're talking about purely like. Uh, Performance per watt, which is what they've talked about. We, we saw that in the MacBook, mm -hmm. last year's MacBook and the 13-inch MacBook Pro. The performance is like basically untouched. Like Intel cannot touch the performance when you're talking about like video processing and audio processing and image processing, which is what Apple for the longest time, that, that's the target audience of pros that they have been reaching for. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, I think, since like maybe the original PowerBook, it seems like it's actually fit to that name. I'm not saying that this is the greatest laptop of all time. I'm not saying that nothing on the PC side of it can touch it. But it's up there. And until we see that performance, we could see this potentially if this works out as like, oh, shoot, this is put. I could see this becoming the undisputed king of like 2021 or 2022 for a procreation laptop. I mean, I have to say, um, is there a different clear competitor in like the PC laptop space? Like, I feel like everyone that you see that's a quote unquote creator, sure, they they they're not rocking a Lenovo. No, I mean you you can look at things like. Um, like the not not the Dell Inspiron, but the the a lot some Asus devices are like pretty up. Hey, shout out! I love Asus. You know me, love an Asus. 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 No one knows. No one. knows. I don't know. Whatever. But like those, and and when you when you when you talk about like graphical performance, a lot of people go to like well gaming performance. I want to see what gaming performance looks like. It's like well, you're not. Yes, uh, Nvidia and like those chips like perform well for laptops in gaming scenarios, but this isn't like who Apple's targeting, and it never has been who they've been targeting. Right. Um, so, so like you kind of have to like keep that part of it into perspective. But, but that said, like things like Adobe Premiere are like basically industry industry standard for or like right next to Final Cut for video mm -hmm. editing or Adobe After Effects or or some of those other. Um, DaVinci Resolve, like these are applications, pro-grade applications that people do use in the wild on Windows laptops. But like when you compare, like if we're going like OEM, original, homegrown hardware, 
you compare like a MacBook to um, what is it? A Surface, a Surface laptop from Microsoft. No one in the world has it's ever bought really close. Has ever it's bought a really Surface close. laptop? Just so you exactly. know. Exactly. Exactly. It's exist. not really close. <laughs> they don't exist. And and that, and I like the new day. Uh, uh, Microsoft announced like some new Surface laptops uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, that Surface laptop pro or whatever looks pretty cool um let me see what apple responds with and Boom. this is way better uh i really do like this asus uh because it has a light up backlit touchpad that also doubles as your calculator which i think is oh very that's pretty cool. fun that's pretty that's cool. pretty fun we're looking at the uh, pro art studio studio i mean it looks pretty cool man asus. you know and it's a nice. similar this price to like nice. the top line pro that's why i was the 16 inch macbook pro that's why i was yeah. looking at it um, yeah so and that that's a good point that i want to touch on here because people are like man these are expensive as hell i was like actually uh yes first of all yes spending two three thousand dollars on a laptop is expensive you the vast majority of people don't need the consumer does not need a laptop like this yeah um even if you're gaming like this like this this uh laptop that we're talking about the the asus studio book it's an it's an nvidia quattro which is for um video rendering and like yeah. pro grade this is literally uh, for like animators usage, not for gaming like yes architect like this is for heavy duty use yes so this is three thousand dollars and i would argue again we will wait to see what the performance looks like that the MacBook Pro is going to perform just as well. So now you're talking about like $3,000 to $4,000, 2000 to $4,000 for a range for, for a laptop that's, that's tailored for pros is actually pretty standard. And if the M1 chip is anything to go off of from last year, that means that the M1 Max, the M1 Pro and the M1 Max, terrible names, by the way, hor- like what Apple Every, is just names, touch on, names, on names for stuff, stuff needs to... It needs to chill out. It, it's ridiculous. Um, there, there, there's a potential here that Apple actually f- potentially hit the innovative button once again that they do maybe once every 10 years. At this Even point, though they yeah. say that they do it every, 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 every year. Um, yeah, it, they're, they're like the, the, the keyboard is updated from what pe- based on people's feedback. Touch bar's gone based on people's feedback. More ports based on people's feedback. A mini LED uh, display. Now, HDR and mini LED isn't like cutting edge in the world of, of prosumer laptops. But, but they, they gave you all the things. They gave you all the things. If you were waiting for a MacBook Pro, just like I was, it was basically everything that I wanted it to have been. Mm. Hey, so I'm proud. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Hey, it's a good thing. Again, uh, I'm not going to like sit here and like pat Apple on the back because they do a bunch of stupid shit all the time. Like I'm not celebrating the ports. The ports, it's almost an afterthought. Like they should have never been gone in the first place. Bring in a a USB-C. That's totally fine. But like, don't get rid of stuff and then don't pat yourself on the back. For, for for bringing the thing back that you you got rid of so if you're in a pro market i think you should look at look at what what those options are we'll see what the performance actually looks like in the real world once units get out to people's hands probably next week i'm sure we'll see an mkbhd video on it but even he was like super excited for it and he he can be critical of apple he i mean like 
pretty vaguely Not super critical. Crazy. I mean, yeah, he yeah. loves Apple because he likes aesthetics over everything. <laughs> but um, but hey, I'm I'm interested to see it. Hey, maybe you know for for all of us people who really only think about computers because uh, you know I have a console. Like I really just think about computers for like, huh? I wonder what my company will have to buy me <laughs> next. Maybe that'll be what it is. That would be cool. Like, you know, <laughs> like whenever I get that refresh, four more years. <laughs> Come on, baby. Come on. Uh, like, hey, you know, maybe I'll have this year's MacBook Pro four years from now. So that would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Youch. Five shots. Five. Well, it's well, just normal for time. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. why would why it's would expensive. I need the top of the line one? I'm just like basically just googling stuff <laughs> hey man what you can google things a, a fraction of a second faster that's true that's true and then on top of my intellect of google <laughs> um so the final thing we're talking about is danny i mean you you threw out this recommendation hey here's my music pick this week and i yeah. go you said quick listen and i was like all right is this going to be another situation like last week where it's music i hate um that i have to listen to <laughs> uh but then it's one of those moments where i was like well danny i mean you knew i was gonna like this there was just Come no on, way i wasn't gonna like it did you know that before you sent it i actually did wasn't sure i actually wasn't sure and i'll i'll explain why uh after you 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 get your thoughts out there okay so i've only listened to it like two or three times but i mean it's a 16 minute runtime, so it's very fast um very fast so i was like listening to it and just kind of vibing with it to start. And then I was like walking before the podcast with uh, with uh, Ripple. And then I was really, really vibing it. And then I figured out why. Because um, I was trying to figure out, I was like, what is this? Like, why do my, like, I mean, it's basically my catnip, right? It's like female pop, a little bit of experimental, yep. but still very dance or like, like, um, like, too, not like heavily dancey, but, but like, like a little dancey. Yeah, like a lot of break beats and mm-hmm, uh, like all the or blast beats and stuff. Like some some fun, some fun stuff. Interesting vocal choices. And then I'm listening to it, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is someone from England, isn't it? It's a UK girl, which it is." And I was like. I wonder, this is a young person. This is like 20 or 18 or something, I bet. And then I was right. And then I was like, yep. is this... So I was like, okay, so if you're that age, this person loves Charlie XCX. Because what this sounds like is Charlie XCX, when Charlie XCX isn't trying to actively break, like how pop sounds, like when she's a little less going, like kind of more experimental... Yeah. This is like the melodic parts only because just the songs are so short. It's like you just get the really melodic parts of a Charlie XCX project. And I was like, yeah, that's what that, uh, and then a little bit of Yeji because it's a little bit grimy yes. here and there. Yes. And I was yes. like, yeah, of course I'm going to like this. And then I found out that she was a, from TikTok to start. And I was like, OK, this is my favorite thing from TikTok music wise because i definitely don't like um dude what is the guy lil it's the dumb it's a really dumb name it's like like little lil like toad or something 
Little Toad. No, it's like it's like no. Little Grump. Little Grump. I don't know this one. It's like I don't a know white this one. guy, and I'm, and I'm connected to TikTok. Like little little white guy rapper <laughs> TikTok, but he has little like Tekka? forty million TikTok people. It's it's a bummer. Little Tekka, little Huddy. Nope. No. Nope. Lil Uzi Uzi's on TikTok. Nope. It's uh, it's a white it's a white kid. Oh man, he was just on. He was on like commercials during like uh the end, like the the NFL or something. Little darky. No. No. No, a little darky. TikTok rappers white. <laughs> this is this is this is great. This is this is old man uh, Danny and Spencer. What is that oh, TikToker? No. Oh boy. Oh Who's boy. Who's that TikToker? Ooh, I don't know if I like TikTok. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, top of my list. Uh, this is this is maybe uh, my favorite wreck you've brought to the pod. Wow, yeah. this is that that's that's pretty impressive. So I I wasn't sure if you were going to enjoy this one didn't strike me as like overly uh like a like oh this is this is a tiktok artist um besides like that one song that has like that one phrase that went viral um but so so this is this we we didn't say the name this is pink panthers so oh, all yeah, tiktok fans are gonna know exactly who this is pink panthers and the, the album's too hell with it she just dropped it last week very short 18 minute 16 minute runtime every song is like less than two minutes or barely a little over two minutes so it's a very quick listen but it's very it's a very pleasurable listen mm-hmm. um some of the like the break beats and even like a smidge of like a little bit of a house beats in the end unless some drum and bass is why i wasn't sure if you're going to love it but i knew that it hit like the female pop singer and like the very ethereal aesthetic of that um kind of dancey kind of gloomy uh very um soft almost vocals to it which i enjoyed a lot like it's uh, i mean i'm i'm it feels like music and albums these days are like you're either an hour and a half deep with 20 tracks mm-hmm. or bam, here you go. Here's a 20 minute, 20 to 30 minute album. And this one's even shorter than that. Um, so I actually would have, would have liked just like, just like a little bit more, just a little bit more from this one, but it's not, that's not a complaint. It's if anything, it's a praise because I enjoyed it that much. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I wish this was a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, this is a, this is a girl from the UK who is has like made a song, dropped it on TikTok, and that kind of picked up a little bit. But like, it, it's very obviously like there's a lot of inspiration from other female artists and and pop artists. So like you get some of that. So it doesn't feel um, too unfamiliar for for most people. But but with just enough new to like, oh, this is this is someone different. This is someone trying to take it the next direction. I feel like this is like a, a step for an artist like this or for Pink Panthers to like in the future, like really start developing her sound and like her uniqueness sounding to to this like kind of um like ethereal pop sound, mm-hmm. dance pop, ethereal dance pop sound. 
Yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, listen to it. It's good stuff. Um, and the rapper I was thinking about is Young Gravy. So, Oh, Young Gravy. It wasn't Lil, <laughs> it was Young Gravy. Um, and to be fair, I have not listened to his music. I do like how he described his most recent album, which was last year. Um, his answer was, it thumps, it's carefree, it's gas. <laughs> <laughs> and... I can't imagine uh, a sentence that my little brother would say more than that sentence uh, <laughs> if he were to be I'm, someone who released a, a rap album. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna take a wild guess here and, and and say that Tank probably likes Young Gravy. We're gonna have to go to the tape, and I will report back. Oh man, I I would be shocked. If I mean, he it's got love it, Young hey, Gravy. album has a opener is with Ski Mask the Slump God. So yeah. I mean, that's legit. I love Ski Mask. Shouts out, as always, Kyle, being like, get on Ski Mask. And I was like, I don't know. You gotta. You I gotta. haven't yet. And now I did. And I was like, this is, dude, he just loves rapping, you know? <laughs> and that's one of my favorite things about rappers. That's when they really love it. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, a little bit of self-awareness makes it makes it at least fun. So, like, you can you can kind of get into it. Um yeah, so that's our music pick of the week. It's a, it's a good one. Go listen to it. There's like really no reason not to listen to this one. Yeah, it's 18 minutes long. Yeah, give it a try. It's it's it, you'll enjoy. It. And if you don't, it's just 18 minutes long. Yeah, guys, just you you're you're 53 minutes into this, so yeah. you don't you, respect you, you've made your it here. time. Come on. <laughs> uh, hey, we respect ours. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what they tell us. Uh, Danny, yeah, we'll see. I think. This might be time for me to go eat my din-din. Please do. Please do. And we'll talk about Succession next week. That's okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's out again. That's really all I had. The HBO app, <laughs> the HBO app continues to suck. Oh, you're still having trouble. It does crash on me every now and then. Crashes on me every now and then. Uh, but Succession... It's, it, it, it could only exist in America. That's just the story, all the people, how terrible they are, and how it's probably mostly truer to life than we would want. Um, it's just crazy. Man, it's crazy. It's good. It's really good already. I mean, it's really... It, yeah, I know everybody says it's Shakespearean, but it's because it's it, it, it does feel like we're just watching a grand tragedy. Um, Kings. I really got to get into it. I, I watched like I half paid attention to the first season because Lily was watching it. She was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And then I just dropped it off. It um, it hits harder on the second season. I would say it, it, it like finds its footing like three episodes in and then it just continues to get better and better all the way through the end of the second season. I'm, I'm going to power through that first season again and then. Yeah. Then catch up. Yeah. But but seriously, like I was thinking about it while I was watching it and I was like, yeah, I mean, everyone that says it's Shakespearean is is like really it's true because like what mythical figures do we have now? We don't have kings and queens, you mm -hmm. know, as uh, whatever, like the not like that, not like that, yeah. not like it used to be. It's now like these titans of industry, right, that become that. Mm -hmm. So it, it really is just showing it's like, yeah, it's like that big. It's the biggest drama that could happen because these people are so obscenely powerful yeah um so it, it's good um it does make you feel gross watching it that's the one thing that it always is like ugh, ugh. but 
that with that disclaimer, we'll give, we'll give it a shot. We'll let Spencer go have his dinner, his little din-din. Yep. I'm a little hungry for What's din-din. For din- What's for dinner? Uh, making some burritos. Uh, Ooh. I, yeah, have had some extra chicken from yesterday because uh, I made some little uh, flatbread pizzas. So today having oh, a little bit very of fun. some, 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 some burritos, you know, you know, me. very I, fun. I love a, a slop in a tortilla, you know, slop that tortilla. Hey, enjoy that dinner. Bye. Bye. <laughs>